Welcome to episode two of the Sea Dogs podcast, all things Scarborough Athletic FC, with me, Paddy, and brought to you by This Is The Coast. We're looking ahead to Scarborough Athletic against AFC Fylde at the Flamingoland Stadium in Scarborough this weekend. Also, we're talking about the, the new fan zone, which they hope to bring to the Flamingoland Stadium soon. And Scarborough Athletic is now on TikTok. First, though, let's speak to superfan Simon Thompson. This man has a season ticket, despite living in Bedford. And he's managed to make all but a couple of home games this season. Simon, welcome to the Sea Dogs podcast. What amazing commitment, Simon. Yeah, getting quite, uh, getting into quite a habit here. Um, not sure the wife's too pleased about it, but... Uh, yeah. Well, I remember you yeah, saying uh, to me that you will try to get to the odd game, but it just seemed... It, well, you certainly go a lot more than me, and I live probably a half a mile from the stadium. Um, you know, I'm so busy at the moment, yeah. but you're doing a great job. I mean, have you even thought to consider how much you're spending on fuel and uh, how many miles you're covering? Have you, have you tried to work that out? Um, keeping a close track on it. Um, <laughs> certainly, yeah. I mean, it's not, um, not the cheapest hobby by any means, but, um, um, you know, it's, it's worth every penny in my book. But, yeah, I mean, it's 400 mile uh, round trip each time. Um, and I must admit, when I sort of got the season ticket at the start of the season, I thought probably get to if I'm lucky half of the games. But as it's turned out, uh, I've only missed a couple of league games so far. So um, and looking at you know the plans over the rest of the season and that, I'm hoping to only miss another couple. So uh, certainly going to sort of make good use of the uh, the season ticket. It's incredible, really, that dedication. What is it that makes you drive so far just to see a home game? Um, just, uh, I mean, what, what's great about it, Paddy, is that, um, I mean, I used to be so into the old club. Um, and when, you know, when Scarborough FC went Cooper, um, I mean, it just sort of left me a bit devastated, to be quite honest. Uh, didn't, um, you know, so, uh, and... Because of the distance I live, you know, from Scarborough, and that I couldn't sort of justify um, a 400-mile trip up to uh, watch the game in Brid. Um, I did it once. <laughs> I did it once, um, but uh, it was once and once only. Um, and uh, yeah, it's just great to be able to sort of, you know, reacquaint with uh, mates that I used to go to the McCain Stadium with. Um, and um, I've, you know, I mean, because I've been a regular, sort of got sort of you know, regular spot in the ground and that. I've made a whole bunch of new friends as well, and uh, just love you know the whole match day experience and that. I mean, the the, the victory bar has just you know made such a difference to uh, match days, and uh, yeah, just just absolutely love it. You know, it's 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 it's, it's like meeting up with mates every week. Albeit, you know, as I say, it was a long drive, but it's, it's worth it. Yeah, no, it's, it's, in, it's incredible dedication, and there must be so many clubs, hundreds of them, between where you live and, and Scarborough. So it's a, a credit Absolutely. to you that you do it. Um, a few little quick fire questions for you. Um, what is your earliest memory of, uh, of seeing Scarborough? Well, it's strange, actually. Um, I, I live sort of just on the outskirts of Bedford, um, and. Um, it, it, by chance, um, Scarborough played Bedford uh, in a FA Trophy semi-final back in 1975. Um, in those days, uh, obviously, 
hell of a lot younger. Um, and my dad um, and I used to have a season ticket at Luton Town. So we used to go to Luton Town one week and occasionally to Bedford. And we just happened to go to the Bedford uh, FA Trophy semi-final. And um, I remember Scarborough winning 3-1 and, and securing their place uh, at Wembley. And that, um, obviously, as I say, sort of sketchy memories. But, I, you know, it's one of those um, things that's, you know, I still recall to this day. Um, so I wasn't supporting Scarborough then. <laughs> um, but um, that's my earliest memory of Scarborough. And then... Really, it was sort of, um, you know, quite a few years later before I uh, really uh, saw another game and that, uh, which, uh, which which happened to sort of, again, come about a little bit by chance. Went to, uh, I'm a big cricket fan as well, so um, my dad brought me up to Scarborough um, for the first time in 86. Uh, we went to see just Dunstock's last, um, last uh, ever game. And um, so... That kind of introduced me to Scarborough, the town, if you like. And um, being a big cricket fan, got to find out it was a festival each year. And the following year, I decided to offer it out there with a pile of mine. And um, it just so happened it's beginning of September, tied in with the football as well. So we went and watched a, one of Scarborough's ever first ever games in the Football League. Um, fortunately, it wasn't one that involved um, <laughs> any aggravation with uh, the likes of Wolves and Bolton, etc. It was against Tram there. Um, but, uh, yeah, recall that, uh, remember that day very well as well. And then it, it kind of sort of just grew slowly from there. We were regulars up at uh, Scarborough Festival each September. It was only really when they... Um, Introduced the uh, black desktop cricket that it really sort of uh, that that sort of kind of raised the club profile quite a bit in that and uh, I bought one and um, that's kind of where it really started and uh, yeah here we are what thirty two years. <laughs> Yeah, to yeah. Thirty-three years later. <laughs> but uh, I was going to ask you, what is your favourite kit? Would it be that first one that you uh, that you you saw them play? Uh, I think that's really what sort of started the whole sort of you know um, me and Scarborough sort of uh, to, to be quite honest with you. I mean, they've had some cracking kits over the years. I'm sure you've probably got plenty uh, stored away. Oh yeah, but some of them are on the wall. Um, <laughs> absolutely. Um, I mean, I have got some very treasured uh, shirts because. Um, I did used to do uh, um, sponsorship of players, um, sort of early 2000s and that. So I've got uh, several of Mark Hottie's um, shirts, um, a couple of which are signed, which was great. Um, sponsored Mark Quayle for a season or so. Um, so, yeah, I've got... I mean, if my, if my wife could kind of track her time where they were, she'd probably put a match to them, but yeah. <laughs> that's never going to happen. But that's another question that, that is on this list, actually. Are you a merch holder? And I think we've answered that one, absolutely. Um, yeah. And favourite player, finally. Favourite player, past and present? Oh, my goodness. Um, now, that is a good question. <laughs> I mean, there have been some really seriously good players, you know, albeit sort of, Potentially at the end of their careers or at the start of their careers. I've struggled to narrow it down to, to one F, I think, but uh, I could give you sort of half a dozen <laughs> that really sort of, you know, um, 
taught my during the time. Obviously, the, the form and Mooney partnership was um, that, that's my favourite ever season. Nineteen twenty three, where Foreman and Mooney were on fire uh, for the large parts. Um, Sean Murray all built during a very brief spell with the club um, made such an impression on me. Uh, Andy Ritchie at the end of his career was just absolute quality still. Um, and um, obviously Mark Potty, um, I was a massive fan, not sort of yeah, necessarily somebody that would um, catch the eye sort of thing, but his commitment was just, you know, incredible. Um, and uh, I mean, of the modern team, and that was, there were some serious, you know, seriously good players. Um, I think one or two could sort of maybe go, um, you know, uh, legal, potentially too high. I, I really do. I mean, I, I sponsor Lewis Maloney's um, away shirt, and uh, yeah, I've been very impressed with him this year with his performances and that. But the whole squad at the moment are um, just. Yeah, they are a proper squad. Um, they all sort of, you know, contribute. Um, you can tell that from the number of guys that have ended up on the score sheet this year. There's, there's, I think it's about 16, 17 different scores. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, Scarborough, very entertaining to watch, aren't they? Um, you're going to get some great football. And uh, it's it's very rare to have a nil-nil, isn't it? <laughs> We're watching Scarborough play. Absolutely. I mean... Uh, you, you might as well put your, you know, you could put sort of a, a lot, if you'd have backed 3 2 this year, um, <laughs> a few yeah. times you'd have been there. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. And yeah. if we go behind, we never really worry, do we? Um, we never really worry. Yeah, we, it's just no. like, well, that's all right. That's, that's one of the other reasons for sort of, you know, being such a regular this year because the football has been so good. I mean, um, you know, I can't recall um, any game I've come away from this year and sort of, you know, I mean, been disappointed obviously the Darlington result was a bit of a blow and, and also the Chester game and that but by and large you're seeing goals you're seeing entertainment and you're coming away feeling good good about yourself yeah absolutely and um, you know we, we all said the same didn't we uh, before the start of the season I think that it's going to be tough I think it's going to be a bit of a wake up call we all said the same we all said the same it's going to be a tough season we just need to stay in the league and look at what's happened it's been amazing uh Simon, thanks so much. So much for your time. Really appreciate it. And safe journey north and back no south. No problem at all, Paddy. And, yeah, uh, great to speak to you, mate. And uh, as I uh, tweet you most mornings up the borough. You do, you do. Um, so Scarborough Athletic getting regular mentions on my Paddy Breakfast Show on This Is The Coast, whatever you're guessing the year, on our nine at nine. All right, safe journey. Enjoy the weekend. Right. Oh, we get the three points. Take yeah. care, mate. Thank you. And that is Scarborough Athletic superfan Simon Thompson on the Sea Dogs podcast, episode two. Now, Scarborough are facing full-time AFC Fylde, who have real ambitions of promotion this season. When John O'Greeningside visited the club at the beginning of the season, it was a fantastic victory for the Borough. You might have been there. A great 2-0 away win. Since then, though, high-flying Fylde have climbed to second in the National League North table. They've won nine of their last ten games. They're really in some form at the moment. They beat uh, Struggling Buxton on Tuesday night by a goal to nil as well. Scarborough Athletic will be looking to continue last Saturday's high spirits following their injury time winner. Of course, Monday night's fixture against Bradford Park Avenue uh, was postponed due to a frozen pitch. So it was an extra training session for the team and hopefully that will have provided 
everyone with a bit of extra time to prepare. It is expected Will Thornton is the only absentee who awaits scan results on his ankle. New face and recently announced Emmanuel Ilisamni, on loan from Harrogate Town, will be available for selection. In other news, Scarborough Athletic has joined TikTok, the world's fastest-growing social media platform. They've launched an official account to bring supporters closer to the action. You can just search for Scarborough Athletic FC on TikTok. Uh, They're hoping that by joining the popular platform, they'll be able to engage with fans and reach new audiences, particularly with a focus on younger supporters. The account will share video content in a unique, fun and engaging way for supporters. And finally, let's talk more about the possible fan zone coming to the Flamingoland Stadium. The Borough Council's Cabinet have backed the idea and the club are in the process of trying to secure £50,000 from the Premier League Club Development Fund. This funding would allow the club to relocate its victory bar, shop and storage and add a new office unit with ticket sales facilities. Here's Councillor Jim Grieve, who's backing the development. This allows them to create their own space within the sort of sports village environment. It can be multi-use and those kind of things, but it actually gives uh, Sky Athletic their own very own locations. They can operate from there and work from there day to day. On top of that, we've got the, there's a security issue around everyone active with people coming over walls and fences where they shouldn't be as a, as a natural thing. So the expansion of the uh, fencing is to be welcomed as well to, to protect the facility for, for everybody really. The fan zone would give the football club that permanent base at the ground. Scarborough Borough Council's Head of Community Services, Joe Ireland, says it would actually bring a number of benefits. The fan zone will really improve the experience on match days, but also provide some operational space uh, for the club in terms of an office and a shop, which will make it much easier um, for them to operate within the context of the community football ground. There's also potential to secure uh, Premier League development funding for the works the fencing works will provide much needed improvements to the security of the ground. Um, the current procurement of the naming rights is taking place at the moment, so the proposal is that um, any funds that are secured through the naming rights would be used to, uh, to carry out the fencing works. So the development will include additional safe storage for goalposts and other equipment, a creation of the fan zone for Scarborough Athletics commercial and community activities at pitch level. Currently, um, the shop, office, ticket sales and hospitality all take place in the bar, which is too small to cope with all the activity on match days. Also, the provision of uh, catering in a bar at pitch level, independently operated, which would enable the current temporary uh, bar located on the multi-use games area to be returned to sporting use. And, of course, a Scarborough Athletic office and admin space and a match day community hub as well. We've got more on that at thisisthecoast.co.uk and that is episode two of the Sea Dogs podcast with me, Paddy, brought to you from This Is The Coast. Enjoy the game this weekend and up the borough. This is the coast. The home of live Scarborough athletic coverage. This is The Coast Extra.